to all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Hi, I'm Scott Jacobs. Join me as I chat with my pals who come from all walks of Disney life, including cast members, comedians, photographers, chefs, musicians, choreographers, and Broadway friends who have worked on stage and behind the scenes. We'll talk attractions, shows, food, characters, tips and tricks for planning your trip and navigating the parks, and more. Welcome to The Mouse and Me. Hello, and welcome back to The Mouse and Me, everyone. I have to tell you, I'm having such a great time conducting these interviews. It's nice to catch up with friends and learn more about them in the process. In my outro for every episode, I say, if you liked what you've heard, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell all of your friends, and if you didn't like it, to tell your enemies. I would love it if you would follow me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search The Mouse and Me and I'll come up. There, I post pics from my Disney trips, I'll ask some Disney questions like what's your favorite Dole Whip flavor, and I also post about upcoming guests. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to today's interview. I hope you enjoy it. Today's guest just completed his second contract touring North America as young Simba in The Lion King. Also, if you scroll to exactly 30 minutes into the new Disney movie Better Nate Than Ever on Disney+, Plus, you can see him as a featured Tumblr. He trains at Delaware Arts Conservatory and with the Broadway Dreams Foundation. He's talented, he's smart, he's funny, and he's kind. And I get to tap dance with him almost every week. Please welcome 13-year-old future Disney legend, Charlie Kaler. Hey, Charlie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am fine. It's nice to see you again. I haven't seen you in a week. No, such a long time. It has been a long time. So in my intro, I mentioned The Lion King, and you just got back from The Lion King. That was your second time out? Yes, I did two months before COVID and seven months after COVID. Now, did you see The Lion King before you auditioned? I did. I went when I was like, I don't know, six or seven or something. And I was like, Mom, I can do that. And so she was like, okay, let's let's audition you. And then I was on The Lion King, then COVID, and then The Lion King again. So, so did you go to an open audition or did you go through an agent? Yeah, the first time I went to an open audition and I made some friends. That was fun, but I kept getting called back until I they finally got me through the last audition and they called us in like December, like right before school. Um, and the, after I was home, they brought me to my grandmother's house and they gave me this like stuffed animal from Build-A-Bear that had an audio recording in it. And it said- I'm sorry, who brought you to your grandmother's house? My mom. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, my mom brought me to my grandmother's house and she gave me a stuffed animal. And it said, oh, Charlie, you're gonna be young Simba on on the Lion King national tour. And I started like bawling. It was great. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. What was the first show that you saw that had a big impact on you? Was it The Lion King or was there a show before that? It was it was The Lion King. The Lion King. Okay. And was that your first Broadway show? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. 
Tell me about the audition process. Long. It was extremely long. I think I auditioned for like a year and a half, maybe like 10 times. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So and and was it the same audition every time? Like did you did they make you sing the same songs? Did they teach you the same choreography or was it a different experience? The choreography came on later when they took the people that were like a no-go on the first round, I guess you could say, out. And then they taught us the choreography and they pulled us like two young symbols and two young nalas and we would do the choreography with them. And yeah. And then we just kind of it was long. We got I got an open call and I went to like the final like 11. They and then they like cut me off and then I went back and I got like final like five or six like a seven times. Like a few times and then they just cut um me off until I got down to like the final four. And that's when I that's when they were choosing like the two Young Simbas and Young Nalas that we're going to be on. And what, what did you sing for your audition? It, it was uh, Can't Wait to Be King. Okay. And they, they requested that or you just went in singing that? No, they requested that. Okay. For every audition, even the very first one? Yep. Okay. So where did you rehearse the show and how long was that process? I first rehearsed the show... Oh, man, I don't even think I remember the first time, but I remember that the second time I was in Cleveland for like five weeks post-COVID. Okay. Is it yeah. like, like brush-up rehearsals or did they just start from scratch just to be safe? It was it was so weird. They took the new the two new kids to New York, and I guess nobody knew that except for the people who were sending the two new kids to New York because two of us had already been there, Kalandra and I. She was the other young, she was one young Nala and I was the young Simba. And we didn't know anything. Like, I, they just, I think they just kind of assumed that we knew like that, like how to do it. And we got there and we were like, oh, we don't know anything. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, they didn't send us to New York. And the director was like, I thought that they did. What? Yeah, it was but I feel like it was easier for us to learn because it was sort of instilled in our brains and the new kids. So I kind of get what they were going for. Okay. And, and you said you don't remember where you rehearsed the first time you did the show. Pre-COVID, I don't. I think it was... Oh, my mom just yelled up. Cincinnati. It was Cincinnati. Okay. Okay. So you rehearsed the show in Cincinnati. Okay. So who ran the rehearsals and how long was that rehearsal process? The rehearsal process, the rehearsal process was maybe a month the first time and three weeks the second time. Okay. And then how much time did you get on stage before you did the actual first performance? Like, did you get one run through? Yep. It was, it was pretty much one full run through and then the show. Like we, we, like we rehearsed on stage, but it wasn't like actually like a run through of it until like a night before like it was like a dress rehearsal but i've never been on stage <laughs> okay now 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 for the put in rehearsal was it a dress for for just you and all of the other actors were just in regular clothing or everybody was full clothing uh full costumes rather full, full it makeup. 
it depends. It really does depend on the person. I know it, it definitely depends on the mics too, like the microphones, because some are like I had to get like my microphone is in my wig. And so I had to put on my wig. And I think for the first run through, like if you're like new, new, you put everything on. But if it's not for you, you don't have to. Other than the children, the the, the young Simbas and the young Nalas, they have to full, do full dress. But the some of the adults that already been there don't. Okay. Now, what about the makeup? Did you have to do your own makeup, or did someone do that for you? Oh no, I could I could never. It was very <laughs> like red all over my chest and like like orange on my face. So uh, they had um, a makeup artist, like a local makeup artist come in and do that. And they teach them. And we would be like, like, it would be like the night again, the night before the show. And they would paint like they would paint us as like a practice. And then we and then they just paint us from the show. And it varied from every city who did our makeup because they were locals. Now, uh, was there a, a process where when you went out on stage, you know, for mic check or, or, or something, did, did a company manager look you over and make sure that everything looked the way it was supposed to look? That happened right before the show. I would go on stage, like, because I don't, I'm not in, I'm not in it until like maybe the third or fourth scene. So I go to the head makeup artist and her name, her name is Miss Ducky. And she would check me over to do the makeup and hair. Okay. And the costume, I didn't, like, it, it wasn't, like, a hard, like, there was, no, there was nothing that you couldn't mess up about the costume other than there was, like, a little latch on, like, the very front that you would have to latch together. And the Wranglers checked that every night. So talk to me. I I, I know what that term means, but but talk talk to me. Talk, talk to the listeners about that term, the Wranglers. Uh, Wranglers are kind of like the chaperones like they move because we we don't do our own cues they we follow them to our cues and after a while you know it um but you still have to have adult supervision because you are a minor and like you can't just be left alone so that's it's it's a bit it's basically a chaperone during the show during the show yes so the wranglers worked with you during the show um, were they present before or after a performance or on your time off? They, well, one of the Wranglers also taught us. So, but other than that, the only time that we'd see them is if they stayed in the same hotel as us. Okay. Now, when you say taught you, you mean like you're schooling? Yes. Gotcha. W- what did that look like? Like how many days a week, how many hours a day did you take classes and were they certified in all of the subjects or were there multiple people teaching you different things? So it's more like, it's more like one teacher, like teaching four kids, all of their different curriculums. So it was, it's like a tutor, but for four kids and, oh, and like okay. different, in different curriculums. So it wasn't, necess- it wasn't like classes either the the school would send in work for us or you you do school online um and the teacher would help you with that but in most cases it would be on or it would be school like school sent sent in work we did it and we asked the the tutor for help and then she would uh the tutor would send it back 
Oh, okay. Okay. And how, how, how did you do? How were your grades when you were on tour? I mean, they were pretty good. She helped me. She definitely did have us look it over, but it wasn't like, I think like, even if I didn't, I think I would have still done well. Um, but she usually looked them over with us before we sent them in. And did you enjoy that process compared to going to regular school? It was only three hours. So yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it, and was it five days a week or was it seven days a week since it was only three hours a day? It was six days a week. We got Monday off of school and the show. That was like our one. It's, it's like a one day weekend and we just relaxed. There's no like, there's no school on those days, but you have to you get a minimum of like 10 hours, I think. Okay. And and the four of you, the, the four kids, you all did the schooling together at the same time? Or you were given an assignment and then you would work on your own, like in your hotel or, or something like that? That depends. We would sometimes have a cl- have a classroom and other times it would just be at like a hotel room. Um, but usually we, we work, we go into the schoolroom. This is like one, one like room and we call it the schoolroom and we... And she gives us work and we send and we say, hey, can I can you send this in? And she's like, yeah, let me look it over. And she looks it over. And if there are no errors, she sends it in to back to the school. Okay. now there were two young Simbas and two young Nala's. You mentioned that earlier when you had time off from the show. Did all of you kids hang out together or did you all kind of go off and, and do your own thing? So for the first three months, we still had two young Simbas and two young Nalas. And so we weren't allowed to like mix, I guess, especially in performing. We weren't allowed to perform together because of COVID. Because if one, if one of, if one of, one pair got sick, then the other had to perform. So gotcha. if it was declined, then the show would have to stop because there would be no young Simbas and, and young Nalas. Right. Um, yeah. So we didn't, for, this was only for the first three months. And then once they were like, okay, you guys can like, because we didn't even have school together. But once they were like, oh, you guys can like meet each other. We didn't, well, not meet each other, but we were like. Hanging out together. Hanging out together. Yeah. Um, we, we, did, we did that like a lot. Sometimes we'd pair off with like the other people. Like, for example, the young Nala that I wasn't, al- that I wasn't allowed with. Those those three months that I couldn't like talk to her or anything, we went to like we went to the zoo one, one Monday, um, or we like the like the very last two weeks, we had time we had time off together like spring break, and so we went to the Henry Ford Museum and that was in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, cool. Um, but, yeah, but sometimes we'll do like all four like stuff together. And now, did each one of you have a parent or legal guardian traveling with you? Like, is that part of the uh, the, the agreement or, or part of the equity rules where you need a parent or legal guardian to be with you? So I'm not really sure if it's like a legal thing, but we took, we like my, because my grandmother was touring with me because my mom had to work. So my grandmother would sometimes take Nia and I, which was the other young Nala that I would like hang out with, 
like to the zoo or the Henry Ford Museum. And sometimes like her mom would take both of us to the like, I don't know, the zoo or something. So it was not, I don't think it's I don't think it's like a legal thing or like an equity thing at all. Um, cause we did like mix and match our parents. Okay. But now w- would you be allowed to tour without having a family member with you? Not unless I'm 18. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now I know that eight shows a week is standard for any Broadway production. And you had mentioned before that it was split. So how many performances did you do every week? Four. Um, that did depend though. The young Simbas did get sick a lot. Uh, I had the flu. There were a bunch of complications. Um, so sometimes we would do eight shows a week, which is legal. Um, but they try not to do that. So, yeah, I mean, it's usually four shows a week if there are no complications. Okay. Now, how many cities did you, did you visit on the tour? Oh, man. Um, I think seven or eight. Let's see. I went to, no, I'm not, I'm not going to try to count those. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember all of them. It was just one big city to me. Okay. Um, no, I'm thinking probably seven or eight. And and how long were you in each city? I think, I, I want to say, what, two or three weeks? Something like that? Uh, the shortest we were in a city was two weeks, and the longest was five. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so you don't feel like you have to pack and unpack every couple of days. So you can no. just kind of unpack, relax for a couple of weeks, check out the city. Yeah. Now, what city left the biggest impression on you? Oh, I really did like San Antonio, Texas because it had a river walk and our hotel was like two minutes from, oh my God, what's the historical site in San Antonio? The The, the famous Texas one, the uh, Alamo. The Alamo. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Completely blanked out there. Uh, Yeah, we... It was like two minutes from the Al- two minutes from the Alamo. Like we walked past it every day. It was great, and we got to see the inside. And we the whole the four of us took a the four of you kids the four of us kids, and that mm-hmm. was the only time that we would mix. And we couldn't even like be in six feet of each other. Man, yeah, but you survived it. Yeah, the worst I got was a flu, and that was in Nashville. Texas, or not Texas, Tennessee did not like me. <laughs> I'm sure the audiences would have loved you, though. Yes. I, yeah. That's a whole different topic. So, 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 how, how long were you in Tennessee? And then did you perform at all in Tennessee, or were you down that whole time? Oh, man. Um, so, <laughs> I, the first time I went, there were two different times I went to Tennessee. I went to Memphis, Tennessee, and I went to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, which was the first time I was, I was in Tennessee. Oh, my asthma flared up and I was in the ER, which was not fun at all. Yeah. So I couldn't perform for a good solid week and a half maybe. And I felt really bad because the other things I had to perform those one and a half weeks. Um, the second time I had the flu that turned into asthma and so I maybe performed a total of like, let's see, I was in Tennessee, Memphis, and Nashville 
a a combination of maybe like five weeks. Mm -hmm. And I only performed maybe two of those weeks. Okay, so we're going to keep you out of Tennessee. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. Now, do you have a favorite theater? The San Antonio Theater. Oh, yeah? Beautiful. It was, I forget what the theme was, but it was like some, I think it was like African, I want to say maybe, or like the Mediterranean or something. And it would, and it had like stars and like a bunch of fake stuffed birds, but it was gorgeous. Did, did you take any pictures? Oh, oh yeah. I have so many pictures. I can send them. I will, I will, I will show you. Yes, definitely, definitely. I would like to see that. Uh, I loved, uh, when I was on tour, I loved looking out into the house, you know, uh, doing the sound checks in all the different cities and just seeing how massive and gorgeous and royal some of those houses looked. It was just stunning. Just such a great view. What was your favorite moment in the show? Um, my favorite moment do you mean that I did in the show or just the show in general? Um, yes. Okay. My favorite part of the show itself is probably Can't Wait to Be King. Um, I know that that's probably so stereotypical, um, but I just- But it's a cool number. Yeah. I love the energy of it, of it all. Okay. And then my favorite- moment that's ever happened while I was performing the show um oh the first time the very first time that I went on stage I was so nervous and as soon as I got onto the like the stage a whole wave of just like relaxation just like came over me and I was like you know what I'm gonna have fun and it was great good for you yeah good for you what moved you most about The Lion King? Probably, I don't know. That's a hard one. Probably the, again, the energy of it all. is It's very energetic, but it also tells a story, mm-hmm. which is great. I love that. It's not just all like, yay, we're going to like do backflips. <laughs> It actually tells a story, which I really like. Okay. Now, I put out on social media that I was interviewing you, and Kate sent in two questions. So her questions are, what was the best part about being on tour, and what was the most challenging part about being on tour? The best part of being on tour was meeting everybody. And I made a lot of new friends, and I got to meet a lot of cool people. Are you still in touch with them? Oh, yeah. I have uh, Bonsai, who's now the director. I have the old director. I have a bunch of people from the show. And the most challenging part was Tennessee. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably not seeing my mom. I know that my mom had a hard time, and I definitely had a hard time on that. Even if I didn't see her just for one week. It was really hard. Well, thank goodness for FaceTime. Yes. Right? FaceTime constantly. Mm -hmm. Now, did anything out of the ordinary happen to you during a performance? Like anything not scripted or directed? So many things. Tell it all. Okay. Um, Oh, 
<laughs> so one night when I was doing Can't Wait to Be King, um, I, I'm on an I'm on an ostrich, like a it's like a twelve foot, not twelve foot, like seven foot ostrich. And <laughs> one night, because my feet, there are like little like platforms where I put my feet on so that I don't like my feet aren't just dangling. <laughs> and my foot got caught on a on the curtain. Well, as I was, yeah, as I was going off. Um, so that was definitely not fun. That messed up the whole entire show because the one of the stage managers had to go out and pull it off of my feet, and then th- the 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 show didn't stop though, did it? No, the show didn't stop. Okay, okay. So, so the stage manager rescued your foot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then as I was going off. I had to go through that same wing. So I, but the ostrich was there. So I had to slide through the ostrich. It was like, it was like skinny pathway between the ostrich and the, the wing wall. Okay. And I had like two seconds. So I had to scoot through and it was horrible. And then at like the beginning of that, the, the curtain didn't open until like a lot later so it, now, did, <laughs> did this happen in tennessee by any chance yeah it happened in nashville Wait. it did not did it really yep. yep oh man okay yeah charlie yeah pretty sure all right no for for forever and ever no tennessee for you i'm okay with that actually if at some point you will have to get to tennessee there i I went there as a kid a couple of times on vacation. It's a pretty cool place. If you like mountains and you like hiking and all that, like it's it's a really it's a it's a cool place. You give it a second or wait, actually give it a third chance. Okay. Your luck should be better. Yeah, I'll go yeah. in the winter time when it's <laughs> when the air can when like the air isn't so bad. Maybe hopefully. All right. So so now let's move on to better Nate than ever. How did you hear about the auditions for that movie? Uh, I had a manager by then. The first time I auditioned, I didn't have, or for The Lion King, I didn't. But for Better Nate Than Ever, I did have a manager and, and she sent it in. And I auditioned and I got the part, which was pretty cool. So talk to me about the audition experience. Was it in New York? Oh, no. It was, by this time, COVID had been around. So I had to it was just a self-tape and I just had to send it in okay did they want a song a dance acrobatics like did they give you specific things no they just told me to record me tumbling and I did oh oh okay all right so it was for a specific role of a tumbler yes okay gotcha and once you sent that video in how long did it take for you to hear back about yeah you you know you booked the film a month okay and wh- where do they record was it in new york yeah new york because it looked like it was in either steps or broadway dance center it, it looked like yeah. it was in one of those studios it was in steps okay okay so how many days were you on set i was on set for maybe three days but they had me in for two weeks how long did it take to film your featured acrobatic moment it took definitely several shots or takes. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't a very long 
like pass of t- like the tumbling pass. I think I did two back handsprings and like two front walkovers. But the I, the I did it constantly, so it wasn't just like one shot of it. Okay. Any bloopers? Not not on my end. I know that there were a lot of bloopers on other people other people's ends, like uh, <laughs> like Ruby Wood. He's he's he plays Nate, and so there were a lot of bloopers of him and a lot of other bloopers from other people. But it was it was great because we all just like. Like I brushed it off and went back and filmed again. And what was it like working with him? Oh, he's so nice. Uh, he, yeah, he he's very nice. I we we message on DM sometimes on like Instagram DMs. Nice. What what was your favorite part about being on set and working on that movie? I got to meet um, Phoebe from Friends. That was nice. That was really cool. Lisa Kudrow. Yep. Was she as funny as she seems to be? I I said hi in between shoots and then she, and then she got called. So I didn't really get to meet her for her personality, but I did still get to meet her and she seemed nice and she's a really good actor and she's super funny when she acts. Cool, cool. Okay, so three days on set. Yes. It took you a few times to record your acrobatic passes. No bloopers on your end. A highlight was meeting her. You enjoyed working with Ruby. Yes. Ruby? Yep, Ruby Wood. Okay. Now, did you get to go to the premiere? I didn't. Uh, I didn't. We didn't know that it was happening. (laughs) Okay. It was probably happening in Tennessee, so you're fine. You didn't miss much. Yeah, it, no. <laughs> it happened in New York, I think. There were multiple different premieres. <laughs> okay. So you train at Delaware Arts Conservatory and with the Broadway Dreams Foundation. Yes. What do you enjoy most about taking class? Learning new things. I like having, I like being very like, this is going to be a bad thing to say. I think I like showing off a little bit. Because I'm a performer, so I'm like, oh, cool. People actually think that this is, like, something that's, like, cool. Um, <laughs> so that's probably my favorite part is getting to learn new new things. Just to, Also just to have in case of, like, an audition sure. that I want to go for. But I definitely enjoy, yeah, like, like yeah, an audition in case I, like, want to go on stage. I did some flips in The Lion King just because I could. And so being able to do things like taking classes, whether that's dance or gymnastics or singing, I really like having that in my set. Okay. Now now you said that you did some flips in Lion King because you could. So that wasn't part of the original blocking or or staging or choreography. They knew you can do that. So they made some changes. I, there's this part um, in the Lion King where I get to freestyle. No, not freestyle. I'm sorry. <laughs> where I get to do, I'm like, I'm not scared of hyenas. Look at me fight. Those weren't my lines, but it was something like that. And <laughs> so I did an aerial, like ninja cool moves. And they were like, do something cool. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. And now did uh, who who were you sharing that scene with? I was sharing that scene with Jurgen, who is Zazu. Okay. And the other young Nala, Kalandra Rhodes. Now, did they know that you were going to do acrobatics? Or you just surprised them in the moment? I don't know. When I first did it, I don't think they were phased because people, like other people in the cast could do that. Okay. Something that was like really cool. (laughs) Okay. Why do you think theater is important? I Obviously, people enjoy it. Uh, I also feel, man, that's, I don't think I've ever thought of that, actually. That's a hard one. Hmm. Take a minute. Yeah, I've never thought about that. I love seeing people act as other, other people, which is essentially acting. Um, <laughs> but I just, I feel like it's just so cool that they can just, like be another person suddenly okay now you mentioned storytelling earlier yes so being another person telling a story conveying a piece of art to the audience for them to interpret this this work yeah do you have any advice for kids your age wanting to make a career in show business go for it that's what i did just go for it yeah and Make sure that you have support and you're not just doing it by yourself. Definitely. And and you have a pretty good support system, I think, huh? Yeah, that's what that's what helped me. I wanted I wanted to stop a few times because I I was just like I can't do this. Like it's I'm not good at it. And my mom was like, "You can, but if you really enjoy it, like you should be happy." And I'm extremely happy and I'm doing all of these amazing things and I enjoy them. That's great. Yeah. So, so what's the end game for you? What, what do you ultimately want to do? What, what do you ultimately want to achieve? I want to be a well-known actor and, or I guess a well-known theater person. That's probably, that's probably my end goal. Okay. In musicals, straight plays, both, it doesn't matter. I mean, movies, theater, stuff like that, TV shows. Okay. So I know you have a Disney trip coming up. Yes. Uh, the eyes got big. The smile got huge. Um, you're going, what, June? Is that is that what you told me? Yes, I'm going June. I don't know. June. June maybe. something. And June. you're going to Walt Disney World? Yes. Okay. Do you know where you're staying? We're staying at a Marriott. It's a regular hotel, but it's really cool. It has like seven pools. And the best part, a washer and dryer in the hotel room. Nice. Well, how how long are you going for? Uh, we're We're going to Orlando for three days. And then we're going to St. Pete Beach for another three days, I think. Okay. So so are you starting in Orlando or ending in Orlando? I'm starting in Orlando. Okay. Well, you, you can do laundry after the, the couple of days and have fresh clothes for St. Pete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I'm assuming you you already have your park reservations? Yes. 
what park are you most looking forward to visiting? I definitely do love Epcot. We're going to Epcot, but I haven't been to Magic Kingdom in a while. And I'm very excited to see like what it is. Oh, oh, you are going to lose your mind. You're going to love it. I'm so glad. I'm so excited. Now, what part of Epcot are you most looking forward to? Test track. Oh, yes. Favorite. Yep. Test track is pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure just opened. Yes, I did hear about that. I do want to go on that one. It is super cool. It is a lot of fun. Oh, I'm excited. Do you like Hidden Mickeys? What are Hidden Mickeys? Hidden Mickeys are, well, it, it's the shape of Mickey Mouse, right? Like the outline of Mickey with, with the, the head and, and, and the ears. And that outline can be in an image or it can be in the design on a wall or it can be in part of a movie or in like a bubble shape or something like that. But they're, they're hidden, but they're in the shape of Mickey Mouse that the Imagineers throw in just for fun. They're all over the parks. That's so fun. It's crazy. There's a book that I have. You know what? I'm going to look for the book and I'm going to bring it to you. Okay. And I'm going to let you look through it. And then you could bring it with you in the parks. Uh, you know, w- w- whatever you want. But it's all about all the hidden Mickeys. Ooh, I'm excited. Now, what's not included is mm-hmm. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure because I got the book before that ride, that attraction opened. But... There is one hidden Mickey that I'll tell you about for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So in the beginning, in the beginning, now when you're in your little rat vehicle, there's a video playing of Gusto and he's up above you Mm -hmm. and he has two pots in his hand. And he moves them around and he's talking and he's, you know, saying whatever he's saying with the pots and then he, he puts them here for a couple of seconds, so his face and the pots make a Mickey head. Okay. All yeah. right. I will take a picture and I will send it to you. Oh, you better. Happen. All right. And I, I'm going to look for that book and I'm okay. going to bring it to you. All right. So you're looking forward to Test Track. Yes. Is that your favorite attraction in Epcot? That I've been on? Yeah. Now, have you seen Festival of the Lion King in Animal Kingdom? There's, oh, oh, we went to Animal Kingdom the last time I was there, and I think I saw it. Okay. I think. <laughs> well, if you go and see it, it's it's very entertaining. I think you'd enjoy it, especially having done the Lion King. I think you would appreciate uh, what they have to offer. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And if you do go... To Animal Kingdom. Have you ever done the safari? Yes. Yes. Okay. If you do the safari on your upcoming trip, mm-hmm. ask to sit in the back row. Okay. Because if you think about it, like when you're driving through, you can't, I mean, you can look forward, but you won't see anything. Everything is either to your left or to your right. Yeah. If you're sitting in the very back row, you can turn around and see on its unobstructed views of whatever you've just passed. So if you pass, you know, the rhino and the rhino was on your left-hand side, once you pass the rhino, you can turn around and there's nobody behind you 
you get to see everything out in the open. Isn't that cool? Oh my God. Yep. Last row. My mom did say that I could possibly pay for one of the parks. So I might do that. That Ooh. might be this. Yeah. So, so wait, so, so you're going into Magic Kingdom, you're going into Epcot yes. and you'll be there for three days. Are you going into Hollywood Studios? I don't think so. Okay. So, Charlie, we yes. talked about your training and your experiences with the Lion King and Better Nate Than Ever. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to switch gears and play a few games. What do you think? Oh, okay, sure. This is going to be fun. Just like Test Track, The Incredicoaster, and It's a Small World, this game is fast. Get ready to play Dash's Super Speed Words. Now, Charlie, I'm going to name something. And without thinking about it, you have to say the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Royalty. Princess. Travel. Airplane. Tap dancing. Mr. Scott. (laughs) Oh, Mickey Mouse. Fun. Frozen. Elsa. Dreams. Olaf, for some reason. Okay. Back handspring. Amazing. <laughs> Cinderella Castle. Beautiful. Test track. Best ride ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nala. Simba. Space Mountain. Astronaut. Okay. All right. Excellent. So we're going to play one more game. Okay. And it's called As the Nose Grows, Pinocchio, True or False. Ooh. I'm going to give you a statement and you have to tell me whether you think that statement is true or false. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. True or false. Simba is Swahili for lion. I looked that one up, not, I looked that one up because I just wanted to know what it was a few months ago. That one is true. That is correct. It is true. Do you know what some of the other definitions are? Ooh, Nala is gifted. I know that one. And that's all I know because we were looking them up together because we were like, I want to see what it means. (laughs) Okay, that's cool. All right. Next one. True or false? The Lion King is Broadway's third longest running show. False? Ooh, close. It's true. So Chicago holds the number two slot. Okay. It opened on November 14th, 1996. And the longest running show in Broadway history is, do you know? I have to think about what's still on. Um, it's not wicked. I know that it's not wicked. Uh, Mary... Is Mary Poppins still on? It is not. Sadly, it is no longer playing. And I don't think I know. The longest running show in Broadway history is The Phantom of the Opera. It opened on January 26th, 1988 at the Majestic Theater. You know, I think I heard that somewhere. On like some like TikTok or something. And I was like, what? 
Now, even though The Lion King is the third longest running show, fun mm-hmm. fact, it's the highest grossing Broadway show in history. Oh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. I mean, it plays a massive theater. And I think the ticket prices are slightly higher than some of the others. But, you know, there you have it. (laughs) All right. Next. True or false? The North American touring production of The Lion King uses 10 trucks to transport the show from city to city. That's false. It is false. Do you know how many? One. No. No, 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 no. One. There's definitely not one. <laughs> not one. We had, that was for our trunks. I'm sorry. We have like trunks. That was, I think it's, is it three? I think 18. 18? 18 trucks are used to transport the show from city to city. I did not know this. I only know our trunk truck. I've only seen two. Isn't that crazy? Wow, geez. Okay. <laughs> so forever ago, another lifetime ago, when I was living in Las Vegas, I saw <laughs> Billy Joel in concert. This was 94, maybe? 1994? Okay. And I wanted to meet him. And so I went to the venue, like the okay. day before the concert, and said, hey, I want to work the show. How, how can I make that happen? And they said, well, just show up the next morning at you know, 6 a.m. And if we need to hire extra people, you know, we'll hire you. Just bring your license and your social security card. I'm like, cool. So, and I I had tickets for the show, Mm -hmm. right? But I also wanted to work the show because I just wanted to meet the guy. He's my favorite. So I showed up and there were eight trucks there. Eight trucks to move his show around the country. Like that's a lot of trucks. One truck was just speakers. Top to bottom, front to back, speakers. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. So he had eight trucks, and I thought that was massive. Your show had 18. Yep. I I, I know that now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next one. Julie Taymor was the first woman to win a Tony Award for directing a musical. She also received another Tony Award for costume design. True or false? Both of these Tony Awards were for The Lion King. I think true. It is true. Very true. So The Lion King earned more than 70 major awards, including a total of six Tony Awards, Drama Desk Awards, a Theater World Award, Olivier Awards, Moliere Awards, and a Grammy for Best Musical Show Album. Wow. See? So not only is this a podcast, this is somewhat of an education. Yeah. But see, I, I, you know, when researching all this and talking with other friends, it's an education for me as well. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is so cool. All right. Next one. True or false? The Lion King is the highest grossing hand-drawn animated feature of all time. I want to say that that's false. It is true. Oh, the wait, really? Highest grossing hand-drawn, not computer not computer animated. Oh, I didn't know that it wasn't computer animated. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's cool. Wow. So the total box office is approaching $1 billion. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Next one. True or false? 
The lyrics to Can You Feel the Love Tonight were written by Elton John. True. Mm. No. Guess again. So false. <laughs> it is false. Correct. Well, <laughs> so, so while Elton John wrote the music, mm-hmm. the lyrics for The Lion King were written by Tim Rice, who was okay. also the lyricist for Aladdin, Beauty oh. and the Beast, and Aida. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Elton John only writes the, the notes, the music. He doesn't write lyrics. That's cool. I didn't know that. All right. Last question for As the Nose Grows, Pinocchio, True or False? Okay. Better Nate Than Ever premiered at the Carthay Circle Theater in Los Angeles. No, that one's false. It is know. false. Yeah. They didn't even shoot it in Los Angeles. <laughs> it, was all New- it was all New York based. It was New York based, but all right. So while Walt Disney's first animated feature length film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs premiered at the Carthay Circle Theater in 1937, that theater was demolished by its owner in 1969. Oh. Better Nate Than Ever had its world premiere in March of this year at the El Capitol Theater, which is owned by the Walt Disney Company. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that cool? Man, I'm learning some new stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for playing those games with me. I I hope you had a good time. I did. It was very fun. In honor of the Disney Fab Five, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto, I have five questions that I'd like to end with. Alrighty. Who is your favorite character from the movies? Any Disney movie, like, ever? Any Disney movie. Elsa. Probably Elsa. Okay. Why Elsa? She was... She's the first princess, or I guess queen, who wasn't saved by a man or a prince, which is interesting. Excellent. Who's your favorite character to meet in the parks? I... I was actually, like deathly afraid of the of the characters i have no idea why but i'm i'm good with them now um but i really want to take a picture with i want to find all five of them in the parks now and take a picture with them now that i'm not scared of them you mean the original like mickey minnie donald goofy and pluto yeah okay i want to see those pictures as well okay now do you know where you can meet queen elsa i don't in norway in epcot Right, because they have... Okay, I will. I'll do it. Yep, you can meet Elsa and Anna there. And I believe they're still doing Olaf in Hollywood Studios. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) All right. If you could ask any character a question, who would you ask and what would you ask? I would ask Snow White why you would... Why would, why you would like meet seven dwarves and be like, oh yeah, these seem like cool people. (laughs) Okay. So you want to ask her why she's hanging out with seven dwarves? Yep. Okay. Fair. Next question. You've been at a Disney park since rope drop, right? Since the very, very beginning of the day. Yes. It's now three o'clock in the afternoon and you're completely exhausted. Okay. What do you do to get reinvigorated? 
I have a lot of energy, but if I were to get tired, I would probably take a break under like some shade or an air conditioned place, drink some water, eat the snacks that I brought. <laughs> okay. Um, and I would, I would probably chill for maybe like an hour okay. and then go back out and take it easy and build it up like the energy again. Okay. Do you like to people watch? I do. I like seeing the different, like the couples and like the children. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question. If you could have one special quality of any Disney character, what would it be? I'm obsessed with Frozen. Elsa. Elsa's ice powers. Okay. Elsa's ice powers. Yeah. She is pretty powerful. Yeah. She's a pretty cool character. All right. So one of the best descriptions for Better Nate Than Ever is it's a film that's perfect for dreamers of all ages and inspires people to be their most authentic self. Charlie, you live and breathe that. And I'm so proud of you and all of your accomplishments and you're just getting started. In my outro for every episode, I thank everyone for listening and I say, see you real soon. As it turns out, you and I are tap dancing together in about 45 minutes and I feel like the perfect ending to our interview is this. Charlie, thank you for being my guest today and see you real soon. I'll see you real soon. (laughs) Bye. And that'll do it for this episode of The Mouse and Me. If you liked what you've heard, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell all of your friends. If you didn't like it, well, tell your enemies. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok by searching The Mouse and Me. You can also email me at themouseandmepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the channel, visit patreon.com slash themouseandme. I'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you real soon. Mm